0: Add in it? in Aren't you glad to be with us? We hope you are on this financial series tonight uh, with Mr. Corey D. Moody. Before we begin, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Please type in the chat different information. We would love for you to register. Go to the Renaissance Fellowship Facebook page and or Corey D. Moody's personal pages and register for the financial series. It's free. Ladies and gentlemen, it's free. Think about this, if you have to go to the CPA, they're gonna charge you, they will invoice you, they will send you an invoice uh, concerning their part of what they have to do. This information, biblical, Bible-based finances from the perspective of a great man, a good brother. And today is our Founders Day also for our great fraternity, Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Incorporated. But we just thank you for joining. We know most of you will join us later. But without further ado, I would like to present to all of us, to each of us, to everyone, Mr. Corey D Moody, certified public accountant, certified valuation analyst.
1: Thank you. Thank you. And it's um,
0: always good to be here.
1: Excuse me. I missed you guys last week. uh, And I'm really missed not being here on Wednesday, but I was taking care of some business. And as we go forward today and for the next several weeks, and probably in the 22 2022, we're gonna be dealing with the business principles. Really running a business, starting a business. But what really makes a business successful? What I promise you, if you follow this series, if you're in business, you wanna start a business, these foundational truths about business are gonna give you a leg up and really catapult your business. So we're going to deal with some real principles as it relates to business. So as we go forward, I want to make sure that, you know, we start understanding what the word says and, you know, for this past, you know, this series, or, I don't know, maybe 20 weeks now, we've been doing this for a while, that one of the main themes that we've been talking about, Is value, valuation, you know, really understanding us individually, how God sees us, what our value is to hear to him, and a numerical value that's on each one of our lives. A lot of people don't like to hear that, but it's true, you know, and we talked about it early on, so you need to kind of go back to some of the other episodes to really kind of see, you know, where this is coming from, that I'm not just making this up. So for the next several weeks, we're really going to get into um, building a business, starting a business, or improving your business. And this is going to be, this is probably intermediate, um, advanced finance as it relates to business. We're going to be talking about core values. And for these last, again, 20 weeks, we've been talking about value valuation. Now we're going to kind of shift it. Over to business, how does that relate? Because we got a lot of business people that are listening. So this is something, um, you heard Pastor Cheney say, this is something that we 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 provide as a big part of our firm on um, this type of um work or this type of enhancement we do to our clients. So you, if you stay on this. You will get a great benefit from this series, this business series. we get getting ready to start. So, you know, one of the things, you know, with COVID and stuff, you know, the you know, the world is changing. You know, they, they came out with Bitcoin and all these other things. You know, they're talking about, you know, we've been hearing it and as Christians, we always hear about one world order. You know, they want one economy and all that stuff. And we've been hearing that for decades. And I don't know about you, but I don't know if you feeling it for real now. Now it's not just a abstract that we hear from the pulpit or as Christians, you know, la-di-da-di-da, it's, it's magic and, and all this stuff but also understanding that who our ancestors are, you know, Abraham and Jacob and, you know, we all have a family tree. And and so if we believe that the world is changing or or things are coming to to play, we gotta be prepared. So I'm gonna really hit some things over the next several weeks. And I'm gonna kind of build just a little foundation on where we are and what's going on. And, you know, one of the things, you know, in business, you know, we have to do forecasting, you know, to see how well we're gonna be doing the next year, next five years. When you go to a bank, you know, they want forecasting, you know, before they loan you money, they wanna make sure that it's just a good investment for them. So you gotta understand when you go to a bank and you ask them for a loan, they're really becoming your partner. Now, they may not have no equity in your company, but they're not going to loan you any money if they don't believe this is a good deal for them also. And we're going to talk about equity. We talked a little bit about that early on when we talked about um, valuation and value and and, and things. But now we're really going to bring it to the business perspective. We're going to do some hard-hitting stuff. And again, this is going to be some intermediate advanced stuff that we're going to kind of talk about. But it's gonna be biblically based. So I just want to make sure that we stay on track. And these things are gonna to apply to your personal life. And, you know, and maybe part of it, especially folks of you know my family and stuff, you know, there's no difference between my business and my personal life. I don't have a big separation of who I am. I'm pretty consistent. And so you can apply these principles even to your to your life so you know i, I do want to kind of start with some um some scriptures and this is jeremiah and we talked about uh prophets you know being I mean prophets p-r-o-f-p-h you know in the bible and we talked about forecasting in business what just think if you had a prophet who can tell you You know that you're going to be successful your business is going on so we're going to hit just a few things and this is jeremiah and you know this is he has one of the longest books in the bible Uh, and this is a 40-year span and a lot of people say well he changed well yeah over 40 year period just like in business your cycle and and things that you project it changes you know, you evolve. You know, things happen, and it starts making sense. But I'm going to kind of hit a few things real, real quick. I knew that this was the the word of the Lord, and this is you know Jeremiah, and he was out there with his cousin, and here again, here's these you know these these shackles again. But there's some things I want to kind of talk about real quick, and I'm gonna start here at ten. It says, "I sign and seal the deed." had it witnessed and weighed out of the silver on the scale. So, you know, nowadays, just like when you sign a, a document, sometimes you have to have it notarized. So you see, they were witnessing documents back then, okay? So I took the deed of purchase, the sealed copy containing the terms and condition as well as the unsealed copy. So, you, you you know, you remember when we were talking about construction, having that contract and the scope of work and, and things like that. Well, these principles are the same in business. You know, you have a contract, you got terms and conditions, and they're sealed and unsealed. So let me just explain a, a little bit of that, what that kind of means and, uh, you know, so, sometimes when you send documents in business, those documents are sealed, uh, which means that they're not open. And if I was to deliver something, like when you order your transcript from your university or college, and they wanna see you know, your transcript, what they they call, they want what's called an official copy. And that official copy, when it gets to whoever is requesting it, it's sealed, which means no one has opened it and no one can make any changes. So that's when you see things sealed and you're gonna see a few more of this reference as we go through this uh, this evening. And so I kinda wanna just kinda take you back, uh, back to Jeremiah 32, but we're just going down a little bit further uh, on this scripture. This is what the Lord Almighty God of Israel says, take these documents, both the sealed and unsealed copies of the deed of purchase and put them in a clay jar so they would last a long time. For this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says, houses filled and vineyards will again be bought in this land. And after I have given the deed of purchase to Baruch son of Nerah, I pray to the Lord. Our sovereign Lord, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power. So again, we got these documents that we got to make sure we always kind of, you know, we take care of. You know, documents are important. You hear people say, "Hey, your signature." One of the things, you know, when you turn eighteen, and I had a, a son that just turned eighteen, and one of the talks I, I told him, I say, "Look, your signature now." ties you to contracts. See, one of the reasons when you you watch TV and you say you have to be at least 18 to order something, right, because a minor cannot bind a contract. But once you become 18, your signature has power. And so you got to make sure that you understand what you're signing and why you're signing things. And so in business, you gotta understand certain principles and you gotta have certain things lined up so you don't put yourself out there and you find that you, you behind the eight ball. So it's very important. And one of the things we always talk about, you know, as Christians, is to be, have integrity and, and, and be fair. And now we're going to Hosea, who was a pro, who was a prophet also. So Jeremiah and Hosea are both for prophets, and you see, we're going to really talk about merchants and seals and and business. And Hosea twelve seven says the merchant the merchant uses dishonest scales and loves to defraud. Ephraim boasts, "I am very rich. I have become wealthy. With all my wealth, they will not find in me iniquity or sin. I have been." the Lord your God, ever since you came out of Egypt, I would make you live in tents again as in the days of your appointed festivals. I spoke to the prophets, gave them many visions and told parables through them. So, gotta understand that we, you know, in business, you know, you may have analysts or people, your, your accountants that help you kind of forecast. And what you got to be careful of, of people being dishonest, you know, people will sign a contract and you got to remember, you know, especially, you know, decades ago, and it still happens. People will take advantage of you. They will have you sign stuff that's not in your favor. And that's why you always want to make sure you have an attorney, you know, on your team. You know an accountant a banker you know one of the things you know we talk about in the construction industry is a slab you know slab is like the foundation well it's also an acronym that we use slab you know s for um surety which is insurance l for lawyer a for accountant and b for banker so that slab is your foundation so in business, you want to make sure you got those four people on your team because it's very important that that happens. And so, what's been going on? You know, there's a big bill that's uh, just signed—one um, in point three trillion dollars. There's a lot of stuff that's getting ready to happen. It's a lot of money that's getting ready to get spent, and. Over my decades of being in business, being a CPA and a consultant, helping business people grow and become profitable, is what kind of thing stops us from growing and and being better in what we need to do? You know, what makes it happen? And these principles are important for us to understand that we gotta have this, we gotta have this baseline. So we got all this money getting ready to come out and we're gonna have people complaining, I ain't get none, I, you know, how come I can't get no work? Well, first of all, are you qualified? Are you ready to handle the work? Or are you really just still looking for a handout? And whether there are hurdles in front of us or not, you got to deal with it. You can't keep complaining. You know, we complain about stores and things that are not in our neighborhood or in, it's only in this part of town or that part of town. You know, why won't they put us on the record or put them on the record, put her on the record? You know, we always want to know why we can't. But what we're asking is, why won't you do this for me? I'm entitled, you owe me make your own way now you've been hearing me talk about you know some of us need to start our own business well, we've been t- you've been hearing this for a while now we're getting ready to bring some substance to you starting your own business and what you need to do because there's some things that are coming down the road but i want to hit a couple more things for you and this is uh you know this is this is one of these books that people hate to go to but I'm getting ready to go to Revelation. And this is Revelation 18. Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. She has become a dwelling for demons and hunt and a hunt for every impure spirit, a hunt for every unclean bird, a hunt for every unclean and detestable animal. For all the nations have drunk the maddening wine of her adulteress. The kings of the earth committed adultery with her. And the merchants of the earth grew rich from her ex- excess. And This is warning against Babylon judgment. So now understand, so when I was reading Jeremiah, you know, that was back in Babylon. And see, one of the things you've been hearing me talk about the Bible, we got to be careful or understand, you know, if you go from Genesis to Revelations, it's not in chronological order. Even the books, you know, in the Old Testament, they not in order. Each book stands alone. So we got to start learning how to put these books together to really get a good, clear picture of what's happening. So we've been hearing this new world order and all this stuff. You know what's going on and you know, we get scared. But if we believe it really shouldn't matter. What's going on? Because we serve a God that says, Hey, I got you. I'm gonna I'm gonna get behind you. I'm gonna push you to do what you got to do. Now remember, you know, you know, Joseph and you know, Moses, remember, When they went to possess the land, they had to go take it over. They had to conquer. Someone had already had it occupied. But in business, you're starting fresh. You don't necessarily have to take anyone out. And one of the things we've talked about is maybe buying a business. It's already existing, you know, that that has cash flow, that's working. You know, what do you do? you know, from that point. And I I don't know, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm the only one that heard this, or maybe I wasn't hearing what the pastors or the preachers have been saying and what other Christians were saying. Maybe my brain is just so mush, because I've been such a, a heathen that I just heard what I just wanted to hear. And one of the things is, you know, people always complain to how the world is so bad and, you know, and and we wish we weren't of it and we can do our own thing and stuff like that, but we go out and just get a job, but we won't start our own business. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a job. That's not what I'm saying. But what do we really complain about in life? You know, Look, we talked about slavery. you know, slavery's been around since Genesis. Slavery's not new. Now the rules have changed. how people treat slaves and what their laws and what the rules were of slavery, you know, because back in you know um in Genesis, Exodus, you know, you had the year of the Jubilee. And at that point, slaves, you know, were free, you know, you every Jubilee, if you were enslaved, you got free. Well, we know that the rules change as slavery evolved in other countries. And people came over from Africa and different places. There were no, it was no year of Jubilee. Now, and you get behind the eight ball, you know, you, we get ready to start a race. where I'm running a marathon or someone's halfway started already. And then you telling me, well, you can run the race now. It's even and fair, but you 13 miles up and you telling me, Hey, well, you just got to catch up and that's life. We can run and complain about it and not worry and, and, and just keep going. But I'm gonna read one more thing for you. Um, excuse me. and trying to here we go. And this is again, this is still in Revelation, you know, the book that we hate to we hate to look at sometimes. But I'm gonna read this. Revelation 18:11. The merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her because no one buys their cargoes anymore. Cargoes of gold, silver, precious stones, and pearls, fine linen, purple, silk, and scarlet cloth, every sort of um, citron, wood, and articles of every kind made of ivory, costly wood, bronze, iron, and marble. Cargoes of cinnamon and spice, and of incense, Myrrh and frankincense and wine of olive of fine flour and wheat, cattle, sheep, horses, and carriages of human beings and slaves. So what, so these things, these merchants are going to start crying because no one's going to be buying their goods. And if we believe we are the people of God and, and, and God has a plan for us, why can't this be for us? And I mean us as Christians, to go ahead and, and, and take advantage of what's out there and believe that, you know what, God ha- has me. And if I just follow the principles, I'm going to be okay. And what I kind of want to show you, especially for those who are in business, you know, I I, want to show this last thing. And we we talked about, you know, core values and stuff like that. And I want to show you these core values as it relates to business. And there are 18 that we kind of work from. And there are nine market drivers and eight operational drivers. And what we have to understand in business is what makes up these particular drivers and how they affect our business. So one of the things I do in my practice is we go, what's called a deep dive in each one of these drivers. So, so you remember when we were doing financial statements, And I kind of did some trick questions and say, hey, if you had a business doing 2 million, one business doing 3 million, which one would you take? And most people said 3 million. But when I gave you the rest of the information, but the one doing 2 million made, you know, $400,000, but the, the business doing 3 million, made 450,000. You would say, well, I want the other one still because I still want that one because they made more money. But when you look at it as a percentage, the smaller or the lower revenue business actually was more productive. They just got to scale up to get the revenue and start making those profits. Because what happens with the other business as they start to grow, those profits or margins start to decrease. And I know I'm saying a lot right now, but you just hang with me for a while and it, it will come, it will get clear. But the point I'm making is, what makes that $2 million company more desirable than that $3 million company, is because these drivers, these 18 drivers, they are in better place. So you've probably heard before, you know, a company went out of business and said what happened they grew too fast now if i'm in business to make more money to get more revenue how is growth bad it sounds don't make sense but it does if your processes and systems are not in place your core values are not there and so these core values help you to grow and also help you to maintain and to have scalability in your company so you can grow without having those pains. I mean you look at, you know, when I was growing up, you know, Kmart was the big store. How can Walmart, which is really there was same, same discount store had everything? How is Walmart Walmart now? And Kmart is out of business when they were essentially the same, not selling no different or better or worse products. Yeah, you know, Sam's has their brand, just like, you know, Costco have their brand, but Costco doesn't have the retail like Walmart or quote unquote, the Sam's. Kmart didn't have any of that, but I don't know if you guys remember. There was another warehouse and it just um, just left my brain and I don't have that note here, but there was another warehouse that was supposedly tied to Kmart. But anyway, you know, Kmart is gone now. Kmart should have blown Walmart out of the water because they started. Walmart wasn't even around when I was growing up. But what Walmart did or what they understood were these core values. And that also relates to our life, how we do business, how people see you. And that's important to make sure we understand that we gotta build a foundation in business, also in our life. And we told that so many times the question is, what do we do with it? What do we really do with that information? And that's something that I always ask myself is, and I ask a client, and they get teed off with me because I'm like, no, that that no, we're we're missing something here. So we just have to understand that. And we're gonna hit some more scriptures next week, and some other stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring the prophets and revelations together where it talks about the new world order, the mark of the beast. uh No, I, I don't. I'm not going there. I, Pastor, you're gonna to need to come on. Just cut me off because I'm not. I'm not going there. I'm gonna get in trouble on that one. But I'm going to keep it scriptural and, and keep my own commentary kind of out of it, but I'm just going to read it and then you kind of decide for yourself what it, what it really means. But we've really got to get into this word now because it's no joke anymore. And I'm just asking, what does it really take for us to, to get there? And so we're gonna hit this business part real hard these next several weeks. I'm gonna dig into these core values. We're gonna, and I'm gonna relate it on the personal side. So we understand the principle that God has for us as it relates to our finances. It's about to be $1.34 trillion. about to get spent are you going to claim your piece of that so I need you to continue to follow our financial series the renaissance fellowship and and I'm telling you if you're not locked into a church home Pastor Cheney I'm telling you it's bringing it the renaissance is opening doors and helping us understand what's available, what God is saying. And I've asked before him and make a plea again, plant a seed, plant a seed with the Renaissance. And he's going to talk to you a little bit more about it. But also, you know, you can follow me at Cory Moody. You know, I have a Facebook page, I have a Instagram page. And if you go out to the website on my podcast, you know, there are links to other things, other videos, you know, because I can't do a complete session, you know, in this 30 minutes or so. And if you got questions, please feel free to call me so we can get through this. But the world is changing. The world stopped in March of 2020 that's some history book stuff you read or a movie. So I got to tell you this one story. So I'm gonna confess I wasn't here Wednesday, but I was doing something for my wife. And one of the things I realized that technology, It's more than just a computer keyboard. When we do these executive plans for our clients, one of the things we say is, if you are in construction, we say, you're not in the construction business, you're in the technology business. You know, Uber is not a transportation company. Uber is a technology company. Amazon. And who's about this guy about to be a trillionaire he's not in the retail business because he ain't made none of those products but he's using technology to get those products to us and the pandemic was just a boom for him i mean exponentially but because he had those core values in place he didn't choke and say uh oh i'm going out of business i grew too fast i never order online or you know have people deliver stuff when the pandemic hit i turned into an amazon junkie you know I, you know i got my own account and after about two weeks i'm like kim i'm ordering something every day it's like christmas every day coming to my coming to my door i had to stop But what I realized, I was also ordering stuff that I really needed that I never took the time to go get. And it's made my life a little bit easier. So I'm saying that because, you know, I went and we test drove this car. And it was a Tesla, an electric car. And one of the things you hear about electric cars is that, especially when they first came out, is they're slow, they don't do anything or anything like that, right? You know, just kind of putt-putt. There's some other cars out there, hybrid. You know, they may do 80 miles an hour. They may do zero to 60 in, in a day. So electric cars is always like, nah. But what I realized and what I learned was that certain things are different. So I test drove this Tesla. And when I drove it and punched it, the G-forces threw me back in, this, in, the, in, the, in the seat. And it just was like a rocket. I'm telling this story because what we realize is that what we did is we bought technology. We bought technology, not a car. We bought technology. And so, yes, it's transportation, but it's technology. And so there's a lot of things that we think are just normal. It's not. Uber is not a transportation company. It's a technology company. Amazon is the technology company. I'm saying this because as we get forth and start building on this business series and getting our core values together, it's gonna be about technology. So I want to thank you for joining me tonight, and I hope this made some sense to you, but we're going to bring it together and and I just enjoyed being here and um, you know, Pastor Chaney, I want to thank you and the Renaissance Fellowship and you know, the, the job that you've been doing, and it's really special, and I want to thank you, the Renaissance Fellowship and my Renaissance family. Thank you and see you next week.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us tonight. This is my sister who is visiting behind us. Please excuse her. She has no social media etiquette. But again, thank you. She'll get me later because she is the older sister. But thank you so much, uh, Corey D. Moody, for allowing God to use you tonight. We got the scriptures Jeremiah 32, 8 through 19. Hosea chapter 12, and we have revelations, the book people try to avoid, but you're going to have to go through sometime, 18, 1, and 11 through on. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we just just thank God for what he is doing and what he, he is manifesting through the financial series. Uh, with Corey D. Moody, CPA, Certified Public Accountant, Certified Valuation Analyst, and I implore you tonight. I'm asking you. The Bible says, "Ask and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be open." I'm asking you if you so desire to give to our ministry, our movement, and to the masses, please consider joining us, the Renaissance Fellowship, through GiveLify. GiveLify is an app that you can give. Tap, give, done and type in the Renaissance Fellowship, Las Vegas. You can also do it through cash app, dollar sign, the Renaissance LV. Cash app, the dollar sign, Renaissance LV. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I am Diego Cheney and I'm so privileged to be the founder and pastor of the Renaissance Fellowship. If you so desire to uh, reach out to Corey D. Moody, please, Corey D. Moody at Podbean, Cory Moody at Podbean. Uh, he has given that information. We will that information for you, but also read, uh, reach him through Corey D. Moody, through all social media platforms. If you so desire to reach out to the Renaissance Fellowship, you may do so Instagram, at Vegas Fellowship, Twitter, at Vegas Fellowship, YouTube, the Renaissance Fellowship, Las Vegas. If you so desire to reach out to us, you can do it. the Renaissance Fellowship, Inc. po Box, 336-921-Norfolks, Vegas, Nevada, 89033. SPO PO Box 336-921, North Las Vegas, Nevada, 89033. Join us this Sunday, 9 a.m., in-person worship, Cheyenne High School. God bless you tonight. Let us be in prayer for those who are less fortunate. Take care.